Welcome to iHope. We're here to bring encouragement and comfort from the Bible so that you can have a more hope-filled life. We are so glad you joined us here today, and we invite you to embark on this journey of discovery of the power of God's Word and how it can shape our lives each day. So listen in and join us as we explore how the Bible can provide hope and direction in our lives. I'm going to try to not joke around too much because I do You can do whatever you want. That goes the lights. Testing, testing, one, two, three. That crazy. Time to get into the real deep stuff. I feel like I can take over the world. Oh, I go? Okay. Yeah. Um. Okay. Okay. Holy Spirit, activate. Holy, okay. All right. So I'm just going to cut to the chase, get to the meat of the steak. Uh, my life, I guess I'm going to start with that. My life uh, wasn't the most Christian-involved life. Not that we were like completely against Christianity or we were atheists or agnostic or anything. It's just I didn't really go to church. We just really didn't do nothing like that. We just lived our lives. Like If I asked about God or Jesus or anything biblically related, they go, Oh, yeah, God is awesome. Woohoo. Other than that, um, not really Christian involved, but my parents were like hardcore drug addicts, and like it, it it's crazy because all this stuff feels like yesterday. Like, mom, she was drug addict and an alcoholic. My dad's he's been on drugs since uh, he was thirteen, overdosed a multitude of times, but you know they clear was able to bring him back to life. You know, he's been three years sober now, thank thank God. He's a huge reason why I even believe that a God exists and, like, a kind, loving God to begin with. To those who don't understand what addiction is like, it's almost, I'm not comparing it to the Holy Spirit, but it's like if somebody else was controlling you. It, it's like a monster. Once it has you, it has you. Even once you do end up going sober, it doesn't let go. There's been times where he'd been sober for maybe a couple of weeks or even a month, and then he thought he could handle things, and then fell back into it. My mom, she she passed away back in 2017. She, deep down, she wanted to be a mother. I can tell because when she was pregnant with me and my sister, she, for nine months straight, didn't have a drop of alcohol, not a, not a line of dope, nothing. But, you know, after we were born... Happy time, you know, that my sister, my little half-sister, she was taken away for four years due to Child Protective Services, a stupid little misunderstanding. She fell from a shopping buggy. Uh, They were worried that she had a concussion. She didn't. She was fine. But four years, four years straight, we weren't able to have her. Visited her for an hour, and my mother, she, she cried and cried finding out that her baby was being taken away. Having that happen to her, her baby getting taken away, caused pain in her. And the only way she knew how to sub, like subdue that pain was to get high or drunk or both. So she died at the age of 29, died from a drug overdose. And um, since that, I, I fell into a depression for like maybe months, maybe even a couple of years. Uh, I wanted to kill myself ever since that. Not no more. haven't for the longest time. I just wanted to see my mom for one time, like just even for a minute. 
back then. I just, you know, felt sad because, you know, all the stuff that happened in the past, you know, mad at myself because I had trouble behaving in class, you know, doing things and uh, being mean to people, especially when I had a little crush on girls. So that, that, and then I was like, you know what? I, I need God. And the reason why I even believe that there was a God is because of my dad. See, it, it's, it's like, it's, <laughs> it's so weird. It's so cool that because he wasn't, he was sort of, kind of, woulda, shoulda, coulda raised around that. And I don't know what it was. I don't know what happened, but he just decided or something spoke to him, something touched him that it needs to stop that he wants to change. Like, just seeing that, I was like, okay, there's something. And now that he's been three, it's weird saying that, three years sober, like, that's not him. It's not him. I was like, yeah, I believe in this, but I wasn't, like, fully saved because at first I thought I had to, like, perfect myself in order to get salvation. It wasn't like something he taught me. It was something that I thought because I wasn't good enough. Uh, then I tried to find God, but I thought I had to better myself, you know, like prove myself worthy of gaining salvation. And that put a whole lot of stress on me. I come to this high school and it was because of Mr. Schaefer, one of his classes. He was talking about how Jesus also struggled with temptations and, you know, staying banged like that. I knew that, you know, he was tempted. I knew I know about the Bible story where he was tempted three times, but I thought because of his divine nature, he was like, ah, simple. But no, like he, there's a reason why he prayed to his dad. Like he needed the support. After hearing that, I just got to thank him. And so I was just like, he understands what I went through. He understands all that I went through. And so one night, I was just laying in my bed and then I was about to go to sleep, dark in my room. For once, after saying this same prayer so many times, I actually meant it. I wasn't going through a spiritual high because I know afterwards, after I said in Jesus' name, amen, that something changed. And I feel it every time I start talking about this moment. I gave my life, I poured my soul and heart out into him. And I am telling you, for the people that is watching this, it is the realest thing that you will ever experience. I mean, it's like, it's a weird feeling. It's a feeling of calmness and peace, but at the same time, like you're going through a roller coaster. Like, a peace and love that is so overwhelming, it, it brings you to tears. When I say there is no doubt that there is a God, that there even is a higher power, that there is a creator, there is. But there is absolutely, I mean, with zero doubt whatsoever that this is a kind, personal, and loving creator. This is why my dad is the way he is now. He finally had a role model for a father, and that is the best father we could ever have, our heavenly one. And I just want to say to those who maybe even gone through the same stuff that I have, and even if not, even if you think you have to better yourself, even if you think that 
God doesn't love you or he's disappointed in you. He's not. When Jesus died, he died with open arms. He wants you to come to him the way you are. You don't have to better yourself. You can't. If he died, when he died, his arms are stretched wide open. Embrace it. Embrace it. Like once that entered inside of me, I felt it and it is so beautiful. Like there's nothing in this world, no body, no beauty that measures up to the amount of beauty this gave me. And I realize how it's moving me. The fact that I'm even in front of this camera right now. Those who are going to be at church who are going to see this. The fact that you're even seeing me is a work of him. And I'm just telling you, if you went through the same stuff as I, if you're dealing with the same stuff that I used to, Give in. Give up. This isn't to give up like you. There's a reason why a lot of people raise their hands up in church when worshiping. Because that's what you need to do. You, you need to surrender. He is running after you. He's waiting. He wants you. He's calling to you. Give yourself to him. Because he loves you. Thanks for taking time to listen. If you've been encouraged by I Hope, why not share it with a friend or leave us a review? Until next week, God bless. Thank you, thank you.